720, we have snow at 33 degrees on a Thursday morning. Joining us now in our studios is Rice County Sheriff uh, Jesse Thomas. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Th- listeners. Thank you so much for coming in today. Uh, first of all, let's get uh, let's get a road report out there. It's still snowing. It's mid-April. Did, were the roads okay today? Yeah, it was just wet coming in this morning. Uh, Mother Nature still doesn't want to let go of winter, so uh, we'll just deal with what we got and uh, just drive a little slower. Yeah, that's that's it. Leave yourself a little bit more time. We've heard of some of our traffic reports this morning say that uh, traffic getting a little more congested than normal. Yeah, people slowing down, which is a good thing. And speaking of the weather, um, you know, we're getting snow now, but uh, it's severe Weather Awareness Week, and today is uh, National, I guess, Tornado Drill Day. Did I get that right? Yeah, so I know today we have, on the county level, we have a uh, uh, tornado drill this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing is for all the listeners is if you have younger kids at home, because uh, as working families, we're not always home when our kids are home, to sit down with them, have a plan, um, something on paper that they can look at when. Uh, Things aren't looking so good in the skies. So they have. Uh, there will be two uh, drills today. You'll hear the sirens go off twice. Uh, one at one forty-five, and I think Bob said the other one was six forty-five. So this evening, while the kids get home from school, you have dinner and everything. You can uh, do a dry run today and make sure they know what's going on. Yeah, it's good to have a plan because you know a lot of kids these days are tied to their phones, so it's not always. Yeah, easy. Not always easy. Uh, let's talk about last time we had you in. We, we uh, talked a little bit about uh, impaired driving because it was uh, you know uh, uh, the uh, what was the not Valentine's Day pa- St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yes. <laughs> but now uh, a focus this month is more on uh, distracted driving. And boy, there are a lot of things that can distract a driver. Yeah, the main thing we're looking for is uh, your cell phones in your hands. Um, we're trying to get people to not have their cell phone in their hand while they're driving. Um, I see a lot of people looking down at their center console while they're driving, and sometimes they're laughing, so it's hard. If we don't see the phone, it's hard to connect the dots, Mm -hmm. but it's obvious that um, there's probably nothing in your center console that's funny other than something you're looking at at your phone. So. Yeah. Put the phone down, pay attention. Um, I know the first citation is $50, and I believe the second time you get caught, it's around 200 So it yeah. does add up. Yeah, it def- definitely adds up. You know, if you look at the evolution of uh, the technology, uh, you know, a few years ago, everybody has so many people on their phone while driving and doing stupid things. That really seems to be getting a whole lot better now. I think the uh, awareness and uh, uh, getting tickets and such uh, is is a very good thing. But also, you know, the technology, there's no reason. I mean, you can buy any type of hands-free device and for just about any phone or any car uh, if, uh, you know, you just uh, take a look around and see what would work for you. Yeah, a lot of your newer vehicles, I just purchased a new uh, pickup and uh, it talks to me more than I talk to <laughs> my phone. So it's always communicating with you. But I mean, there are a lot of options if you don't have a newer vehicle to, you know, $50 to get a headset or a Bluetooth device that talks mm-hmm. to your phone through your vehicle. So there are options out there. All right. Uh, nice truck, by the way. I've got a, a car that talks to me as well, and uh, I, I, it uh, really just bothers me when in January it says, careful, there may be ice. 
No, really? bra- no brainer in Minnesota, right? <laughs> I, I, I've got that figured out. Thank you, yeah. Carr. Thank you, Carr. Uh, once again, Jesse Thomas is with us. Uh, with uh, uh, the, He's the Rice County Sheriff. Let's talk about the progress of the uh, jail uh, right now. I've talked with some of our legislators who are trying to push that through to get the uh, sales ta- approval for the sales tax to be put on the ballot come November. I'm not sure where that's at now in the legislature. It's probably anyone's guess. Yeah, I know it's still working its way through, but yeah, I'm not sure where that's at. Um, and I'm not sure if that'll even make it to the ballot. I'm, I think it's a good option. It takes a lot of the... Uh, um, cost off of our property tax owners, mm-hmm. payers, um, but uh, there's also a $25 million bond that was proposed that we testified on this week, and then yesterday I was in a meeting for about six, seven hours going over the final plan, looking at do we have outlets in the right spots, do we have cameras in the right spots, and then I know next week the uh, county board has to vote whether or not they're going to go up for bid. Wow, that's, uh, you know, if you look at all the, uh, I want to say nuances, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but but all the things that you need to operate a uh, a jail in this day and age uh, safely. Uh, boy, that, that, have you, you spent seven hours yesterday in meetings with that? Are there more on the way as far as getting all those final little details together? Yeah, we've been meeting about every week, week and a half, and uh, just... You only get one chance to make sure everything's done right, and stuff's a lot cheaper when you do it right the first time. You don't have to add it as you're going through the process. Um, So we're trying to be financially responsible and make sure we get it right the first time. Uh, Sheriff Jesse Thomas is with us right now. Sheriff, let's talk about that funding. Um, you've got a couple of hurdles to get over if you need to get, or if you want to get that sales tax approved. Number one, with the legislature, they have to approve it, and then the voters have to approve it as well. Um, I really don't, uh, haven't been able to gauge the uh, temperature of the voters on this issue at this point yet, but I'm sure we'll be talking about that a lot more come uh, come November. But are, is there a plan B? Do we have a plan B? Is it just uh, going to be straight off the, the property taxes? It'd be um, be an increase in your property tax if the uh, we don't have the other options on the board correct. Mm-hmm. Now, have uh, they sent out for bids yet uh, for building that? No, so that gets approved on the 12th. The county would say, yes, we're going out for bid. And then I believe it's uh, in May, the bids will actually go out. It's 30 days. And then on, in June, they would approve uh, who gets what bids. And then hopefully break ground late summer, I think in the end of August. The issue we have is a lot of your uh, precast walls, the big concrete walls that come on the semis. Um, they're six to twelve months out, depending on who gets the bid. So it's hard to plan when you put your footings in with the frost in Minnesota, and when does stuff show up? So you can actually start working on the project. Wow, <laughs> you know, yeah, I haven't even thought about that, but I know the uh, supply chain, especially when it comes to construction materials, there have been. Uh, uh, it's been a long waiting list. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where all of our workers went in the uh, country. Nobody seems to have anybody who's able to work anymore. Mm-hmm. So, how about you know? I've talked to with uh, uh, Mark Elliott, the police chief here in Northfield. They're fully staffed right now. It's the first time in a lot of years we've actually had the the number of allotted police officers and personnel on duty. How about your office? Are you fully staffed now? Is so we are close to being fully staffed, Jeff. We have uh, one correctional officer, 
correctional officer opening. We're actually backgrounding uh, a person for that spot. And we have one opening on our patrol side for the sheriff's office. And we're actually in a hiring process for that. So we should know next week, uh, get a conditional offer, just waiting for a response from mm-hmm. the uh, person. Has that hiring process, um, you, you mentioned the workers aren't there. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say aren't there, but uh, they're in, in high demand right now. Have you gotten good response when you put out uh, job uh, postings? Uh, no, we uh, only had 17 people apply for our law enforcement uh, position, which normally we have that 40 to 60 uh, applicants, and um, we're not seeing the qualified applicants that we'd normally see. Mm-hmm. Um, the atmosphere in their country isn't the greatest for law enforcement right now, but I would like to thank all the uh, local support that we have received. We have uh, great men and women in our uh county here that support law enforcement and we've received a lot of positive uh, support so thank you good that uh and uh, you look at the um, uh community college initiative that's going on right now in, in rice county with uh the new uh, police uh law enforcement curriculum and such and hopefully we can get some of those young people in get them educated and, and, and interested in a career in uh, law enforcement yeah that's our goal and i know they're looking at doing um different uh, scholarship avenues and uh, bonuses but it still comes down to support for the profession so. mm-hmm. i'm glad we have it here in uh, rice county uh sheriff is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have here uh, i would just like to give a shout out to mike stenbachen from new strand fire he just celebrated his 50th year with uh, new strand fire and rescue so wow yeah you don't see that very often and that uh, i think is the longest i've heard of anybody being on a fire department in our county so all right well congratulations job well done thank you very much uh sheriff thank you so much for your uh, time we much appreciate it we'll talk to you again in the near future sounds great jeff (laughs) rice county sheriff jesse thomas you're listening to 95.1 fm and am 1080 kymn northfield it's 7 30 rich is back in in two minutes here's mnn it's time to get out and play. Just visit anywhere lottery tickets are sold for a shot at big money. Please remember to play within your means, and you must be 18 or older to play. The Powerball jackpot's now estimated at $268 million. MNN News, I'm Brent Palm. Attorney General Keith Ellison says in the wake of his and Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman's decision not to file charges in the death of Amir Locke. The problems involving policing and communities of color in Minneapolis are longstanding and everyone knows it, yet it feels like nothing ever is done about it. Ellison says lawmakers need to consider whether no-knock warrants are ever really needed. Locke was shot and killed in Minneapolis February 2nd after police used a no-knock search warrant to enter the apartment. Locke was not a suspect in that investigation. Congresswoman Angie Craig is urging America's six largest oil companies to make the move to renewable fuels. The Minnesota Democrats said during a U.S. House hearing that the only relief from record gas prices in her district is the blend of ethanol and gas.